Hey everybody, welcome to the $5 Bin Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff. With me this week is Eric. Hey, how you doing? And the lovely Amber. Hello. How y'all doing this week? I'm good. good. Oh, I thought you were talking to our radio audience. Oh, I How could. are you doing, radio world? <laughs> Hello, radio. I was like, they, they are going to respond back. We're going to be here for a long time. <laughs> we're, we're waiting for your response, audience. Come on. We don't have all day. Text 444. <laughs> We, we'll take the 300th texture. You might be here for a couple of Call weeks. Call in today. Oh, it's a wacky hour. We have expired tickets. <laughs> so, unpaid tickets. <laughs> so on that note, I got something from, uh, what was it, uh, on my Facebook feed from the Foam Glow 5K. I'm like, oh, this sounds like fun. Oh, you got, you know, it's a sponsor link. Come see, come to the five or the Foam Glow 5K. I'm like, oh, that sounds really interesting. Foam that was or foam? Foam. F-O-A-M. It was like, it was for last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> They're sending me advertisements for last weekend So you got to ask how many other people had the same experience and were like, oh, <laughs> I would have so gone to that. It's that. Like, oh, that's really cool. Oh, what? What? oh you, guys, hey. you guys set up your marketing to go out one And all I have late. to say to that, folks, is Idiots. you had one job. One job. One job. Get it out not four days after. And you failed. Or Good. just make sure you're reading the right weekend. I thought it was this weekend. You're an idiot. It was last weekend. I hope you're fired. <laughs> but you're you, a vo- you're a volunteer, so you just won't get asked again to help next year. I don't get paid to do this job. I'm an intern. This is this. Somebody said this here today about volunteers. It's like, well, you get what you paid for. It's like, yeah, you, do. <laughs> yeah, uh, you, you do. Amen for that. I worked my butt off for this. All right, this week we are talking about Stardust. And no, it's not a combination of gold dust and stardust from uh sounds like a drug. WWE. No, it's this is got some X, got some opium, got some stardust. It's, <laughs> it's crazy. Uh Stardust is Something a <laughs> Stardust is a PG-13 and I had to put it on there cuz I really question this at I did too. Yeah. Um Stardust is a PG-13. NC <laughs> 17. Yeah, there were times. Um, PG 13, 2007 adventure family film. <laughs> I question that one too. Starring Claire Danes, Michelle Pfeiffer, and Bobby De Niro. Bobby! Bobby De Niro. Baby, who was really trying not to be Bab. <laughs> the, the hardcore guy that you see in like Righteous Kill. It's hilarious. <laughs> This uh, wasn't any Ronin, that's for no, sure. No, this was not oh, Ronin. No. How many people going to be? We're all going to do our worst Bob oh, De Niro. Yeah. Oh, Sorry, yeah. Sorry, Mr. Robert De Niro, because I don't know you well enough. Sir Robert. Sir Robert. Robert. Mr. Mr. De Niro. Mr. De Niro, sir, can you? Uh, all right. No one calls me Bobby. <laughs> Maybe Martin Scorsese. Maybe Marty. Marty. Marty calls him Bobby, but other than that, nobody calls him Bobby. <laughs> so we, it's Mr. De Niro. Show some respect. From here on out. Show All some right. respect. In a countryside town bordering on a magical land, a young man makes a promise to his beloved that he'll retrieve a falling star by venturing into the magical realm. This film currently holds a 76% on Rotten Tomatoes. There you go. Now, this movie uh, was suggested to us by Eric, um, and... I honestly have never seen or heard of this film at any given point in time. So I have no background. I was like, what movie is this? I He's like, oh, let's do Stardust. I found Stardust. Let's do that. Okay. I had no clue. I have no background on this. I had no clue what it was. Amber, how about you? I've actually seen this movie several times. I actually own it on DVD. <laughs> she didn't have to go to the $5 bin. She went to the... Thirteen dollar bin. bin. She picked you it paid up. Paid full price for this film. She got no, the Blu-ray, DVD, <laughs> digital the copies. Deluxe, the deluxe edition. Deleted scenes. Editors cut. Gosh. Directors cut. Um. Did, did you see this in the theaters? I did not. Okay. I I originally. I don't even remember it in the theaters. And I wrote down what came out around. I it, don't but. either. I don't remember seeing it in the theater. I think it was one of those. Um, it was in a red box. Where I initially saw this, okay, and thought I got a buck. 
I got a buck. I got a buck. I got so, a dollar. What would I you do a for a dollar? I hey, 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 we're going to play the crazy, wacky game. What would Amber do for a dollar? I watch will watch Stardust. Stardust. And then own it. Now, let me ask you. Yes. Do you own it because you just forgot to return it? No. No, Because I've actually, had that happen to me. I actually okay. really l- liked l- this movie. Well, we know how she's voting this week. Yeah, I know. Okay. And I'm sure I know how you two are voting this week. So. Actually, I'm... Eric? Okay. Now, it's funny that you, you, you touted this up, that I chose this, and I've seen... You did. I've actually... I actually did choose this, but funny enough, I have it confused with a movie that came out four months after it. Which 2000- I think is the one I'm thinking of, too. The Golden Compass. Yes. Which kind of, if you look, I mean, it's like... If you look at it, it kind of looks the same. It, it seems to be like that the the uh, movie poster is very similar. Yeah. As well as the, uh, what do you want to call it? The way that it's shot, a lot of open-ended, th- exactly. you know, it's based on a story, kind of like, it's fantasy. Yeah, and, and I actually, I think I mis- mistook <laughs> when, when we immediately started watching Stardust. Like, we should have watched The Golden Compass. But is you it- know what, though? I was okay with watching Stardust. <laughs> you, okay, that... It was okay. And I take it back because I think before when we were talking about this, you had mentioned to me, Eric, have you seen The Golden Compass? And I couldn't remember it, quite honestly. But now I just looked it up just to see like what that. I remember there was a polar bear. That's all I remember. And I have seen and Well, and I think Golden Compass had Nicole Kidman. This one had Michelle Pfeiffer, you know, two leading lady blondes. And I'm like, I don't know. One had Daniel Craig and one had. Oh, that's right. Mr. Yes. Nero. Mr. Right. You know, both, you know, badasses in their own right. Right. In different, in different genres. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. forgot about but you know See, what, I never watched You know what Golden I'm saying, Compass, though? Yeah, I have actually never seen Golden Compass. Either. I have seen I have seen. Golden so, Compass. But I was getting him confused. But it's it's along the same kind of feel like um, it's uh, was Chronicles of Narnia kind of a deal. Yeah. You know, it's kind, kind of, of like, like storybook fantasy Weird. entering a different world yeah. but still of. being in your world sort of like yeah you know, yeah yeah set in the 1890s i don't know something like that <laughs> 1892 <Very specific. laughs> anyway so yeah september of 1892 <laughs> around september so, so no um, history no um the cast of this was kind of crazy yeah, all um, over the place it <laughs> We're gonna, we'll talk about the budget later, but this this the budget for this film was quite a lot, and I feel like I don't know Stardust. I'm assuming it's a book. It was based. It's on a, a book. book. Yeah. Okay, so I'm assuming that either these guys thought they were going to get in on some of that Chronicles of Narnia kind of action kind of deal, mm-hmm. or there were a lot of favors that needed to be done <laughs> to be in this because there are is a mountain of cameos in this film and i i tried really hard to um to put them all all in here we'll mm-hmm. only talk specifically about a couple of them, but i will list them off as we go um let's talk about claire danes how, how did she do <laughs> jeff just hide your feelings for a little bit i can't <laughs> i can't so how'd she do, Jeff? She was awful. Why? Tell I me cannot. Why. Tell me why she was awful. You have to defend this. I think. How many Claire Danes movies have you seen? I'm playing devil's advocate right now, though. I would probably have to say I don't necessarily seek her out. You don't? I, I don't. No. Like, oh my gosh, Claire Danes is in this film. Let's go see it. Um, I remember Romeo and Juliet. And I'll give her a pass on that because she was a teenager at the time. Because I don't, I don't know. I feel like you can't really judge a lot of teenage actresses. Then she was in Broke Down Palace, mm-hmm. which I thought was good. Well, from what I remember, don't quote me on this, people. But I remember, I remember watching it what fifteen, twenty years ago, going, "Oh, it wasn't too bad." Yeah, that was that was good. So I may have a different opinion now. Um, I know she's in Homeland, and I haven't gotten into that. I know people who have and, and like it. Um, and I know there will probably be people like our our tens of tens of fans will come <laughs> out and say, she's amazing in Homeland. And Homeland is... I've heard nothing but amazing things about people exactly. who watch that show. Exactly. Yeah. Actually, so I'm not judging her on her Homeland techniques. I'm judging her on Stardust. And 
she her I think it's the her facial expressions bother me. I don't know. That that could just be me. But like her eyes got real wide at times and then she would always make these weird scrunchy <laughs> faces too. And I'm making them right now as Eric and Amber are laughing it's, at me. It's ridiculous. She, she had the, and then she like get really wide eye and then scrunchy face again. It's like less facial acting. <laughs> it just bothers me. I don't know. What do you guys think? See, she do- she doesn't bother me. I actually like Claire Danes as an actress. I I haven't I mean I haven't seen anything that she's been in that I I've been like, well, that was crap. <laughs> you know, um, I loved her in my so-called life. I used to watch that. Which yeah, was an that MTV was, series. Yeah, it was a chick show. I didn't watch it. Well, you know, I watched Beavis and Butthead. But... So did I. That's okay. the kind of chick I am. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, obviously Romeo and Juliet. She was actually in Temple Grandin. Did you ever see? Did, did you see, see that? That, that <laughs> was. That was actually an outstanding movie. It was a television movie, but it was about a woman who um, grew up with, uh, I believe, autism. Um, oh, Asperger's. Yeah, I remember hearing about when it came to awards yeah. time. Outstanding. And I actually think she won an award for she that. Might have. I think she did. Um, just fantastic. So, especially after that, seeing her in that. I really respected her because that's that's tough. <laughs> so, I've, I'm I'm a Claire Danes fan girl. There we go, Eric. I thought she did. I actually thought she did well for the role she was placed in. Yeah, I I, I always like to say this is like, are you playing the part of the role you're supposed to be? You're supposed to be this star on earth. Quite honestly, <laughs> is what it was. <laughs> yes. All right, but then I have to ask: when they're stars, are they also people? So do they have characteristics of people? I don't know. I know we're going too deep into this. I'm just saying no. She, I think only she, in the I, only in the magical. If they fall in the magical I realm, think, yeah. But then if she crosses the, out of the magical realm. She's oh, but dust. we're getting into the plot. So I we better yeah, be we don't want to do that just yet. She did spoilers. Pretty, she did spoilers. Pretty good. Um, she did pretty good. All right, let's move on to Charlie Cox as Tristan Thorne. Older Tristan. 18-year-old Tristan Thorne. I just want to put that up. Right. He's supposed to be 18. Right. And he's fallen for Claire Danes, who I think was 18 when she did Romeo and Juliet back in 1997. <laughs> just throwing that out there, folks. Yep. Um, I don't know if I've seen Charlie Cox or anything else. Does anybody? No. Nope. Know? Not a thing. Sorry. I thought he was fine. Again, I'll I'll backpack or piggyback what Eric was saying. He, He's dealing with the script he's got. I mean, he ain't lighting the world on fire with this script. No. So, Amber? Same. Same. <laughs> exactly the same. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer, <laughs> at times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, man, I she still got it. I, I just, I'll go on record as saying she still got it when she's not turned into an ugly witch. I will say the makeup in this movie was pretty crazy. It was. Mm-hmm. It was a crazy in a good way. I think uh, those witches were nasty, scary. Yeah, they were nasty looking. Who were the other witches? Were they anybody? Uh, they looked familiar in their ugly state. Yeah, <laughs> trying to figure out who they were. You know. Um. Yeah, they just looked really old, and I kept trying to look through kind of the movie magic of the the you know the makeup and. I thought I could picture one of them, but I'm like, where is she from? I didn't think they were super um, popular. No, I don't. I don't think so. Um, Sarah Alexander uh, was M. M. Pusa, one of her sisters. She she was in a BBC TV series. Okay, I thought one of them looked familiar, like a side character that I've seen in other. Yeah, films. and and honestly, the other one, um, Mormo. Sure. The worst we, names ever. Joanne Scanlon. I've never even. Do you have a picture? Yeah. No. No. She doesn't. That's uh, not the one that I thought she would. Okay. Yeah, no. I don't know either of them. I thought maybe there's. I'm maybe thinking of somebody else. I was trying to look through. Um, But yeah, I mean. Coupling. That's what she was in. Sarah Sarah Alexander was in Coupling. If anyone. If any of my BBC lovers out there. Oh, I like BBC, but I I never watch Coupling. It's it's a funny show. It's good. Good times. Um, yeah, I thought, I haven't seen Michelle Pfeiffer in a movie in a long time. 
Like, yeah. it's been a while since I've seen her, other than going back and watching Batman Returns. Or <laughs> <laughs> there are times you got to go through all the Batman movies, you know, or uh, skipping a f- couple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to watch Batman or Robin ever again. Ever again. No. no. Um, and last one we'll really dive into, uh, Sir Robert De Niro as Captain Shakespeare. Yeah. <laughs> I, okay, so he was a, he was a pirate, mm-hmm. but he still sounded like Robert De Niro. But he sounded like Robert De Niro who was trying not to, to be, be Robert, Robert De Niro. De Niro. Cause I meet fe- the f- meet the parents, Robert De Niro is kind of what it sounded right. like. Yeah, he was really trying not to go into this famous. Because uh, when he first came in, he's like, he kind of you know yeah. did the. We're all doing the face right now. You know, you know, kind of like the, the, you know the, the ca- analyze this face. Yeah, analyze yeah. this or like or like <laughs> Casino or Goodfellas, where he's like, Come you know, I like think- he's gonna kill you right right before he's like he's chopping. He's like. Meep. Get real squinty eyes, <laughs> and then I'm gonna kill you. Go to kill. Him. I think I think we need kill, to I'm post. I'm gonna kill. I'm gonna kill him. That was the movie I was thinking of. That was a good one. I think we all need You're to dead. post our faces of Robert De Niro. Oh yeah, on Facebook. Well, definitely. But we all did it at the, same time. at the same we're, time. That's what I'm like, saying. We, he, there's not an emotion. There's not a. There's not an name for it. It's just a face. It's a De Niro face. Well, we should we should actually try to employ that in our daily lives. The De Niro face. I think De Niro face. I mean, just before something happens, like. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah I, I will take a large fry. Yeah. I actually yeah. did that in a meeting today. I realized it, and it's because I watched this movie the night last <laughs> night. So But 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 don't do don't do it in an agreement or something. Do it in something that you're just you're actually really not agreeing to. It's like Yep. Yeah. Yep, I hate this. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> you're dead. <laughs> so yeah, you know, I look at Okay, Claire Danes, yeah, she's not doing a whole heck of a lot. And this is 2007, so she's not doing a whole heck of a lot. Charlie Cox, we know nothing about. Michelle Pfeiffer, we talked. We don't know what she's doing. Robert De Niro, 2007, he's still working. Still, yeah. You know, he's still putting out some good stuff. This is clearly, hey, Bobby, we need you for, uh, you know, a couple hours. You, we said that you could do Analyze That. And uh, because you agree to that, <laughs> we got you for another picture. We need you for a couple days. That's clearly what this was, and I like Robert De Niro. But then I got to be honest when I, when I I mean when he did the two there's two movies he's recently done, and I guess you can in your millions of great movies you can do some duds, but absolutely Grudge Match with Sylvester Stallone and Last Vegas just sounds like two oh, giant flaming piles oh, of crap. We got to do Las Vegas. That's I don't I don't even know if I want to like... do. I don't want to <laughs> even touch that movie cuz you know what in Isn't in it like in honest Klein and yes. Michael Douglas and who's the other one? And I like all of them separate. Yeah. In different movies. <laughs> you know Morgan but, Freeman, more but, the great Morgan Freeman. He's in this movie and it just sucks. It's just got to suck. I just no. Oh. What, well, what, 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 how much do those guys get paid? What, what, I love I'm getting, what Eric's voice I'm getting very laugh. high because I'm really ticked off at this the movie. The more frustrated Eric gets, the higher his voice it's gets. True. <laughs> it's true. We're breaking the sound barrier, folks. Yes, Amber. But I'm just thinking, okay, so, but Expendables. No, 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 no. You can't bring in Expendables. Expendables makes money. Well, that's but that's what I'm saying. I understand, but you're putting all these people in the same movie. That's how is that? Di- explain to me how that is different, how, Jeff. Explain to me how Expendables is different from like this. From no, s- no, 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 not from this. From like, like from last what Eric Vegas. was talking about, where it's like you put all these people in the same movie. <laughs> okay, uh, that's what they're trying to do. But with Expendables, the reason Expendables works is because there are guys my age, older. No, it works because it makes millions of dollars because. There, I know people, me, myself included, I want to see Jean-Claude Van Damme and Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger, all in movie. the guys who I watched growing up, all in the same movie. I do not want to watch a rom-com about Michael Douglas and Kevin Kline in the twilights of their years. I want to see my action stars blow up. That's what I want. And I'm cool with that. Now, if those characters went around and started blowing up, that's fine. I'll 
see that too. Sure, Michael Douglas was in a couple. He was in what? Not in training. Nothing where people got blown up. We're just, <laughs> we're just gonna. Oh, leave it he that. was in like the the in laws movie or whatever. Wasn't he like uh, with? Uh, oh no, he was like the the father in law, and his Douglas's daughter was marrying Mel, not Mel Brooks, Albert Brooks's son or something like that. Do you ever see that one? I have no idea. Where he's like a Eric secret spy. Are You're like- both looking at me. <laughs> All right. I don't know the name of the movie. I will find it. Can we edit this like no. 10 second rabbit trail out? Ibs, no. Can we? Okay. No. And I'm proving I think point. it's a vote. I think we need to put that up to a vote. <laughs> Should we have edited that out? This is a two hour episode because Jeff went on a rabbit trail. No. I'm kidding. I'm right. Anyway. Okay. I digress my point. But let's get back to the... <laughs> The so movie we're at hand. Movie we're at not hand. talking about Stardust. My gosh. Okay. So clearly Bobby De Niro's doing some favors. Um, also in this movie, Kate McGowan, Sienna Miller. Um, Peter this? O'Toole? Peter O'Toole. Peter O'Toole's in this. David Kelly. Mark Ian, Strong. I mean, Ian McKellen. Yes. Ricky Gervais. Yes. Henry Cavill. Yeah. Superman. Yeah. Superman. Rupert Everett. Rupert, I, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This is like a Mark Strong, yeah, super, yeah, you know, Superman. Villain. So super the, villain here. there's a there's a lot of names out out there. Like like I said, that how, somebody named how much Bim, does it pay? Bimbo Hart. Right. <laughs> That's a stage name. That's straight up stage name. How much does it pay? All right. And really, like, okay, the number one billing in this, Claire Danes. Number two, Michelle Pfeiffer. Number three, Robert De Niro. How it took him an hour yeah, to know. get on screen i saw i, w- I was coming this, at 57 like 57 minutes yeah this is he is the uh angelina jolie of this movie from <laughs> sky, sky captain, captain. <laughs> in the yep. world of tomorrow but he was on it a lot longer and said oh, yes. more lines yes. and yes. actually drove the plot a bit well <laughs> i think he did i think he drove the plot a little bit more than sky little bit. captain a little bit a little bit better than angelina a little yep. bit uh, all right. Well, let's get in <laughs> in the stardust. Uh, we open with a guy who we don't know who he is at this point, breaching a gap in a wall that surrounds the village. I I was like, am I watching M Night Shyamalan's The Village again? Because you're not supposed to go over the wall. You don't know what's over there. It's, I don't know. I never thought that. I did. Well, I, I don't know. I'm not saying you're wrong about thinking. I'm that. not I just wrong. Never thought. It's it's I I I think it's because it's been on my mind that I need to watch that movie again. It's a great movie. It The Village. I don't remember. See, I don't remember if it's a good movie. So that's why I wanted I want another shot at it. Because I feel like and my Chamon has gone way downhill. He did some recently. cool movies, but everybody always has this like we're like we well we know something's going to happen. You know it's not going to be what you think it is. Absolutely. That's his. That's hey, his bro, catch. It's the trees. The trees are attacking us, bro. They're coming after <laughs> us. You see that? The trees are moving. Got to run. What was that? The happening. Oh, the happening. Yeah. Remember Mark think, Wahlberg running from the trees? I don't think I actually saw. I actually that. never saw that. Oh, happening. you guys are. Oh. Oh, you've given it away. Oh no. <laughs> I won't spoilers, see the movie anyway. Spoilers. No spoiler alert. Spoilers. It's the trees. Um. Okay. Um, so this, uh, guy discovers a town where there's a market or a fair or whatever. At this point, there's some really poor looking CGI of these mini elephants and eyes in a two headed elephant. It was two headed elephant. -headed elephant. I was just thrown off by the fact that it was the worst CGI. And this is 2007. It was bad. Not the greatest budget for that. Which, which (laughs) surprises me because that's the first thing that you're seeing and the fire wasn't horrible, you know, when the witches are doing the fire. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the graphics, I didn't, I was actually looking for bad graphics the rest of the way. But it wasn't as bad as, like, the first thing I saw. What okay. in the world? I want, you know, I, I thought I was in for a really bad, at least visually, movie. That wasn't the case. It was bad in my ear holes. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so this guy gets a flower and a kiss from a girl. Uh, we find out that the uh, girl is a princess that is enslaved by a witch and the two head into a carriage and, uh, randomly nine months later, there's a baby. How's that happen? That was my first, what the 
moment of this film. I wonder if that's for the PG-13 because it's implied. Oh, there was a lot of implying of of banging in this film. Yes, yes, that's true. This is a, let let me go back. This is what it's called. This is a 2007 adventure Family. family film. Well, they have a family. As <laughs> they're banging in in a carriage. Oh my gosh! Okay, Looks like a rolling barrel. Actually, kind of like. Yeah, that. it was kind of a weird looking. <laughs> like a gypsy yeah. cart. Yeah, yeah, it's that's but that's cart. better. It's a g- gypsy cart, but it was like a carriage kind of thing. So yeah, they were banging in there. I just whatever. So eighteen years, we see Tristan, who's the baby. Um. Tristan ends up going to this girl's house where he is trying to bang this girl. (laughs) It's like, what in the world? We're five minutes into this movie. We've almost watched your conception, and now you're trying to get in the bed with this other girl. This is a family film? This is where I was so confused. Because I read this synopsis before, and I'm thinking I'm watching The Golden Compass. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. So, Tristan is trying to uh, uh, bang Sienna Miller, but she wants no part of it. So, but he then perf- uh, has this nice little romantic picnic for her, and basically he strikes out. Yeah, he pretty much looks like a dud. Yeah. He's like the the dork of the village. He is. They're trying to portray him as that. Yeah, pretty much his dorky But I always guy. have a soft spot for the dork of the village. Oh, yeah, wasn't it interesting they made Henry Cavalli not look like Henry Cavalli? Yeah, I didn't I even like, know it was him until I looked it up. Where's Superman? Yeah, mm-hmm. and then like, oh, he's in a mustache. And he granted, yeah, this is two thousand seven. Maybe like he actually had a mustache and blonde hair. Maybe that was. <laughs> I don't think so. Wasn't he? Um... All right, you want to be Superman? You got to drop the mustache, <laughs> dye your hair black. Wasn't he doing? Um, is it not the Tudors? Um. Was it the Tudors? I don't know. Yeah, he was doing the Tudors. Wasn't that the name of the show? I think that's what he was doing at the time. So, is that a show about like the Kumon Learning Center? Or no, <laughs> no, the Tudors. The Tudor- oh, the two doors. The yeah, you know, two doors. Oh. You know, they you know, open, King they swing. Henry. You know, French doors. Oh, the French doors. Oh, okay. and two doors. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> it's a, rem- I don't think it's that's a remodeling right. show. It's yeah. A, yes, remodeling. Uh, DIY. Right. <laughs> the two doors. Ah, uh, oh gosh, this film. Do I have to talk about this? Yes, Apparently. come on. All right, we, so we cut to the <laughs> king beyond the wall who's dying. Uh, one of the sons throws his brother out of a window, and then we see the other dead brothers as ghosts, but <laughs> they keep killing each other. And what's funny is that they're ghosts, but they're ghosts that appeared in a disfigured way that is based upon their death. Right. So that the brother who got thrown out of the... <laughs> Uh, uh, the castle has a flat face, which we assume that he fell on his face, and right. his hair is like off to the side. Right. Yeah, is one of them is frozen. One has an axe in it. In his head, one yeah. burned. Yeah, yeah, one was, was burned. burned. So those are the first three, and the fourth one was the the smushed face of the. Yeah. Actually, I actually thought it was funny, kind of funny. They're, kind of I, they're hilarious. I thought that was funny. I. Th- thought it was interesting but i at this point is when i think i went to find out what the rating of this movie was because i'm like this is not pg because again i was thinking golden compass which i'm pretty sure i thought was pg at the time this is, i i don't know who this movie was marketed towards because i like the ghosts i thought they were funny but i'm thinking this is a family film it didn't under it, it was more they were more like Jeff, when, did you, when did you become focused on the family here? I don't know. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I didn't so know what I was watching. <laughs> I was were, so were you just, confused. Were you, you were just more. You were more confused about like who is this movie for? Yes. Okay. Who? Wh- why? We're. It's gonna blow my mind as to how much they poured into this film. They poured a lot of money into this film, and I have no idea who it's marketed towards. That's probably why. I- it maybe didn't do so well in the It theater. did okay. Oh. And I'm not going to give it away because I still want to play our game. Yeah, but it play. did well enough where you're like, really? Because hmm. I never heard of this film. Yeah, I never. I definitely never. Crazy. Yeah. All right. It's interesting. So the king, uh, the king says the son who restores this 
ginormous ruby to red will end up being the king. So then the necklace flies out the window, out into space, and then it starts doing something in space and then starts coming down back to Earth. And all of a sudden we see Claire Danes in some kind of crater Mm -hmm. in the middle of a field with the necklace. Had no clue what was going on at this point. Yeah, I point. didn't understand that. Either. I was like, "Is she the well, necklace now?" Yeah, or... I, is she the necklace or the star? No, no, no. Because at the beginning, they talk about how the stars look back at us and look. You know, it's like we see the stars, but do we ever think about what do they see when they look at us? So you knew at this point she was a star. The first time that I yes, because she's a Eric. She's a me. shooting star. I I didn't know she was a star. You didn't Thank get you. that. I got, I you got, didn't get that. I, I got it eventually, but I was like... Yeah, when they call her the star, but right away you're like, funny. why was she in the air? I didn't I didn't get it at all. That's interesting. I know I see. I know what you're trying to say. Is you're trying to set it up like, oh, they're looking down on us like mm-hmm. the, the kings of the past look down on us like Simba. Um, but yes. that's not what this... What, it was just like a throwaway line, I thought, or I, maybe I was... Not even thinking about it. Because why did he have to throw the necklace and have the necklace go from a ruby to a diamond? Throw it in the air mm-hmm. and have it, was it caught by the star and the star? It like hit her. It hit the, her upside it hit the head. The star it and... broke her leg. She fell down to earth and it broke her leg. Mm-hmm. Now, I thought at this point, I thought the the necklace was going to go to Tristan. Like it was just going to go with him and we're going to have a nice little journey with him trying to figure out. It took me way out in left field that... It hit Claire Danes as a star, and she came down. I'm like, where are you going with this? So he just threw it really hard while that guy's like... <laughs> it sh- broke her leg. Like, shoot oh. shoot for the stars, and you'll hit a star, probably. There you go. That's the same. Have a falling star put it in your pocket. <laughs> throw a necklace hard enough, Claire Danes will fall out of the sky. Hey. <laughs> Someone's wishing for that. <laughs> Somebody Somewhere over my rainbow. Clear Danes There's falls out of the sky. <laughs> Clear Danes. Okay, talk about the movie, Jeff. <laughs> um, so there we go to three uh, really ugly-ass witches, uh, two of which we don't know who they are. One I kind of figure was Michelle Pfeiffer at that point. Um, so they see the star and they want it, and apparently we find out here again who is this marketed towards. Yeah. Apparently eating the star makes them younger as one of them transforms into Michelle Pfeiffer, and they go looking for the star. Eating the, the star. The heart. The heart of the, of the star. star. Mm-hmm. And they talk multiple times. Multiple times about cutting her heart out and eating it. Right. Gross. Well, agreed. Um, but they're haggard old witches. Can somebody look up for me how, how old Michelle Pfeiffer is? You mean how old she right is? Right now? Like, or? In, in 2007. The... Give me 2007. Let's do me do some math. math. Yeah, do, do me math. some math. We need like a math drop. Doing math. Doing math. It's so fun because we're doing, doing math. Doing math. She's 56 now. It's so 2014. So she's 50. Yep. Looking good for 50. She's she's beautiful. I'm good with saying that. Looking good for 50. Mm-hmm. All right. So Tristan heads towards the gap in the wall, which why don't people just hop the wall? Because there's that old guy who knows karate. Mm-hmm. But no, why Why do they got to cross at the gap? Why can't they just... It, it, it's no bigger than like jumping over your couch. Yeah, I know. I thought that too. I was like, <laughs> just go so the guy can't see you a little bit further down. And yeah. Why is it... Oh, we don't go over there. It's You'll never come... You we're talking about this is... Tristan is only the second person to ever go over this in hundreds of maybe thousands of years. I mean, really? That's also why this is kind of a fairy tale, Jeff. It's a fairy tale. I can't. We. I think suspend we've established that Jeff reality. cannot suspend reality. You need no, to suspend I was, okay. reality a little bit. We were gonna. We were gonna, we were gonna say, is this the part where you didn't believe in the movie? <laughs> <laughs> well, when I saw the unicorn, I was okay. All right, <laughs> like, but but not crossing at not a different the fact location. That they couldn't cross over a wall that was two and a half feet high. I can't do it. No, I'm sorry. Not the part where the guy turned into a mouse. But the the part that could cross over a two and a half foot wall. That's where they lost me. All right. So Tristan's dad gives him this basket where he came in. And he finds this candle. 
and he lights it and then is automatically transported to Claire Danes. So at this point, we find out that Claire Danes is a star. Because before then, we had no clue what uh, what she was. So the witch, who's Michelle Pfeiffer, and the princes are looking for the star. And Tristan wants to bring the star home so he can bang Sienna Miller, which is exactly what I wrote down. Because that's what this movie is about. But they talk about proposing and rings and things like that. Not necessarily banging. Okay. He didn't say, I want to bang you. He said, oh, would a star be worth more than those rings? Yes. Okay. Then he goes and gets the star. Because he wants to bang Sienna Miller. Yeah, but in that way, most people do most things. I mean, I'd say it. (laughs) (laughs) Not that, but you know. That's why you bought your wife a ring, so you could bang her? No. I loved her. (laughs) And that you could bang her. But... That's probably what's going because you know he's got one shot with this. This you know, it's a literally a one horse town. I think there were three girls in everyone there, probably younger sisters. Probably, that's it. So, well, we don't know. We don't know much about that town because we don't spend much time there. Whoa. Um, have you, did you ever visit Wall Drug? No, <laughs> seen a lot. Do you, think of they have, do you think they have a Wall Drug there? <laughs> I'm I'm thinking it's next to the shop that Tristan works at. Oh, I bet you that's the one he works. He maybe at. works at. Wall he Drug. works at Wall Drug. Where in the heck? See Wall. Drug? I've been to Wall Drug. That's where they got to sell bumper stickers. There. Um, I wrote down the cinematography is very nice. Nice scenic views. I'm not sure where this was filmed. I'm assuming England, London, England. Um, so yeah, very nice. A lot of open. A lot of like dead time too of like traveling, like mm-hmm. pan shots and stuff like that. So I mean, it was nice, but. Um, so Tristan leaves the star, who is Claire Danes. I'll refer to her as the star, Claire Danes, whatever. Tied around a tree, and a, uni- and a unicorn rescues her. I'm still okay here. I'm just frustrated about the wall. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Pfeiffer turns a carriage uh, that she was riding when she had turned the, the guy into the goat into an inn. Because so, she was setting a trap for Claire Danes. She also turns another goat into a man. And I actually thought this guy was really funny. That was hilarious. Because <laughs> he was like... That was funny. He was... Cause, so originally, Pfeiffer turned a guy into a goat. And then she turned an actual goat into a guy. But the guy still had very goat-like character. <laughs> very goat-like character. Yes. He didn't speak. He had that, the long beard. This is the same guy that was in Harry Potter. He was Ron Weasley's dad. Oh, oh For yeah! All my, I could my see Potter that. Heads yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah. Come on, you know, I represent. But yeah, he had the, kind of a big chin too, and was always like it's very you know, funny, jumping and up. On funny the enough, desk. though, I thought that the redhead guy. That, oh, so I thought that was boy. one of the Potter. Oh, no, 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 nope. Um, but then at that time, <laughs> so Michelle Pfeiffer turned the kid into a goat, and then back into a kid. And then turned him into a girl. Yes. And he kept touching his own boobs. Yeah. Like, a lot. It was really funny. I'm sorry. It was Again, really funny. who is this movie marketed towards? <laughs> he's molesting himself because he's now a woman. <laughs> I, I particularly love when he changes, when he speaks to Tristan, he's like, booted. <laughs> it's like really deep voice as a girl. And what's your name? Bernard. <laughs> Yeesh. Um, okay, so uh, Claire Dane shows up. Pfeiffer then heals her leg because apparently her leg was broken. Yet she walked like a hundred miles that day. Um, Dane starts to glow, and Pfeiffer is about to cut out her heart. And there's a knock at the door, and it's one of the princes and Tristan. Uh, the witch then kills the prince, uh, slicing his neck, which then he bled like blue. That was weird. Um. Yeah, I think it was because of what she used to cut his neck. But oh, it never that... I don't think it's ever actually spoken. Oh, okay. That, 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 that confused that me. That particular weapon that she was using. It was like a Yeah, it wasn't really like a, a shard knife. Of something. It was yeah, it was like a long ass piece of glass. Mm-hmm. It almost looked like. Um and then we see him the the prince join his brothers and he's naked. And they, again here, they're making nude references about him having the longest, you know, in the land and <laughs> and which is kind of funny but then because they I actually thought they were talking about the carriage 
they were wink wink talking about the carriage at this point. I was listening because they panned in and out. A little bit, a little like, bit of innuendo. Yeah, yeah. It's, they say it's the biggest in the land. Um, so he ends up joining his ghost brothers, but he is also naked now because that's the way he was when he died. And his brother looks at his giant <laughs> in a brief glance, like, "Hey, you're naked." And kind of looks down at his, you know, private area. Charlie Browns <laughs> for my Arrested Development friends out there. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So the witch is then about to kill the star when Tristan lights that uh, the candle and they travel into the sky and get stuck in a cloud. So they get trapped and captured by Sir Robert De Niro on his ship flying around in the sky because they're trying to catch lightning. At this point, Eric mentioned before, this was, what, 57 minutes in this film? Yep. You're like halfway through the movie. I forgot he was in this movie. <laughs> I wrote that down. I was like, oh, I forgot Robert Tidier was in this movie. Remember, folks, he was third build. His his name made the top of the movie poster. Uh, so, would, you, would you say this is a De Niro film? Uh-huh. No. <laughs> exactly. And he's third build. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently he's a pirate, kind of, but he's also a gay fashionista. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's quite flamboyant. <laughs> Are we all comfortable with this? Yes. He's pretty flamboyant. Yeah. This is not what I ever thought he'd be. This is why I think he somebody's got naked pictures on him, or he owes somebody <laughs> some major favors. Because at one point... He says, and I quote, honey, you're wearing a bathrobe. Yes. And very flamboyantly. Not like. I, I'm sorry, but I just think he was so funny in this because it's such a far cry from what he's kind of known for, like the hard ass that he usually is, that when he takes Tristan and Vivan. How do you pronounce her name? Uh, Vane? I think it's Vane. I kept hearing Bane. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes, Tristan. (laughs) I just don't understand you. (laughs) No, Tristan, I want you to die. (laughs) We knew that was coming, right? So, Yes. (laughs) But when he kind of shifts his character and he takes them into his quarters and kind of is... Giving them a makeover, <laughs> which I just thought that was hilarious. It was really different. I was like, this is not, oh, Robert De Niro, what did we done? What have they done to you? And and I get that. I get that on some level, Jeff, but, <laughs> but I just really thought he was funny. I just thought he was really funny in this. I loved maybe, it. Maybe if I... Still trying to understand who this movie is marketed towards. Okay. <laughs> and again, I still, like, all of a sudden, oh, that's right, Robert De Niro's in this. Yeah, this is for the guys. Oh, no, he's a gay fashionista running around in a dress. Yep. <laughs> what in the Hilarious. world? All right, so De Niro takes Tristan in and teaches him how to fight. There's a nice little montage. So th- this is where Tristan doesn't be- isn't no longer the dorky guy anymore. He's more the cool guy. He's gone on his adventure to become a man. Yeah. Again, this all takes place within the matter of a week, folks. Okay, so he, <laughs> the, the journey of manhood begins with a single hour. Let's just... With one yep. step. With one step and Over ends about seven days later. <laughs> Let's just... Um, Again, I say... Storybook tale, Jeff. This is a storybook tale. Yep, that's right. Mm-hmm. So Tristan and the star uh, leave De Niro and head back to the wall. Um, the last prince then finds De Niro dancing around in a corset. Like yes. Painting a heart on his cheek. Yes. <laughs> Robert De Niro <laughs> in a tight corset. Playing with, with the sinking. fan. Playing with a yeah, and like on his feathery, on his mole. Yes, he was his very very prominent, very famous mole drawing a little drawing a heart out of it. That was hilarious. I'm sorry. I know Jeff, you hate it, but I just I thought it was so I will funny. Never watch Righteous Kill the same way. <laughs> <laughs> it, it pains me. Good fellas, good fellas, mm-hmm. Godfather. Oh, yeah, why not? 
But see, and even like when he does comedy, though, I'm thinking like him and Meet the Parents. He was still a still the hard ass. Oh yeah, yeah. Or yeah. Um, analyze this. Analyze this. That. He yeah. was still. He was a straight man. Yeah, yeah it's kind of funny I said that. Anyway, <laughs> but- he was a straight man. Not in this film. <laughs> And even in like Silver Linings Playbook, whatever you know, what I'm saying. Oh no, yeah, he's still he's... very. Boom. That's why I think I liked it so much. It's such a juxtaposition of what he normally plays that it's so polar opposite that it was so funny. I think it was out of left field for me. Maybe if, again, like I, I wasn't expecting it. And I appreciate the unexpected. So you do. I do. I really do. I'm glad you do. <laughs> That's why you're here. <laughs> What's your favorite De Niro movie? Probably Goodfellas. Goodfellas? How yeah. about you? Have you seen a lot of De Niro movies? Yeah, but I, I like him in more of the comedy role. In this movie. I do like him in this movie. So you liked him in like, like, like Meet the Parents? Meet the Parents. Mm-hmm. Analyze it, yeah. Yeah. That's, those Analyze are my favorite. This. What about you? I think one of my one of my favorite movies that I've seen him in, um, I really liked him in Ronan. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, too. I like him yeah. in Ronin. Ronin's a good movie that's got a good good cast. I don't know. I was just thinking, I always think about, I think you're you're funny that you're bringing this. It's like, he must have done, been doing a favor because he, he's a great actor. He I mean, he does actor. a lot of good stuff, a lot of great stuff. But again, you know, you can't hit the, you can't bat 500 all the time. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, and which is why I'm wondering why he chose to do this film. Because, like, Amber, you said it is a great contrast from what he normally does. Yeah. So I'm wondering, okay, did you have – this is a Paramount film still, so Paramount's a big company. So he was probably doing something. Is he like on a five-picture deal? Did he choose to do this because he thought, hey, we're getting you into this you know, storybook kind of a thing. It's really huge right now. People are big into it. We want to have you – what What about attracting a younger audience kind of a thing, mm-hmm. expanding that? What was the purpose of him doing this movie? Because I could almost justify everybody else being in this film. But it's him that I'm having trouble placing in this film. Because it's like, all right, Ricky Gervais isn't really huge at this point. I can see him playing a small role. Michelle Pfeiffer, not really doing a whole lot. Claire Danes, not really doing a whole lot. You know, I they, they're all, you know, I don't want to say, they're not Brad Pitt. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the, Robert and the De Niro is a huge name. Right. In, 2007 he's still a huge name now and why is he doing a bit part in this movie that's what i want to know would love to ask you robert uh if you're listening mr de niro mr de niro uh you can find us on facebook at five dollar bin podcast very humbly we would love to hear from robert humbly a little bit a little bit information just a little bit (laughs) pass it on if you know robert de niro Please let us know the that we're Ro- looking for the Robert the. De Niro. Or if you can Sir just do, if you can just do a really good De Niro and call us, <laughs> we would appreciate that. That would just humor us greatly. And yep, because yeah. none Facebook. of us can really do great. De Niro that well, no. and we'll um, prove it to you. Yeah, we, we <laughs> no. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, Tristan and the Star leave De Niro. Um, the witch then the. The witch that had Tristan's mother, there's two witches. There's like Michelle Pfeiffer and then there's this other witch who's got Michelle Pfeiffer or who's got Tristan's mom. And she's like they're like of the same craft. I don't know. <laughs> I don't the same know. coven. Same coven. Whatever. <laughs> I'm not I'm not really into witch things, so um so she turns Tristan into a squ- I, I thought it was a squirrel, but apparently it was a mouse. Yeah, a really cute little mouse with big eyes. But it had a long tail, so it was... Big ears. I thought it was like some kind of weird-looking squirrel, but apparently they said mouse. Um, so, at this point, Days, Danes goes into a long, and I mean long, monologue about love. If you're looking for monologues to do acting majors out there, this is one of them. I'm not saying it's a good one, but it's one you can do. <laughs> um... Tristan is then turned back into a human. The two end up kissing and banging at this point. Right. Yep. So let it be said, there's there at was, this point two there was, implied sex scenes. That's why it's 13. At this point. Right. PG-13. Um, so Tristan 
cuts off a lock of Dane's hair and then heads to Victoria's house. It's then that Tristan realizes that Dane's can't cross the wall. Uh, Dane's is coming towards the wall. Everyone is converging at this point. The witch, Tristan, uh, witch number two. Septimus. (laughs) Yeah, all, all of them. They're all there. Um, Tristan's mom and Claire Danes are captured by Michelle Pfeiffer, who's then taken back to Michelle Pfeiffer's castle, witch den. It looks like an opera house. It does look like yeah, a big opera house. It, let's say the opera house in the middle of nowhere. Um, Trist- Tristan picks up the flower for protection and heads towards Pfeiffer. Uh, the the remaining last prince follows. Uh, they head up to the opera house. The prince and Tristan then team up. Pfeiffer kills the prince by using some voodoo, and then there's a hilarious little voodoo scene that goes with that. Um, yeah. They really could have kind of done without it. I don't know. Yeah. This is this movie's two hours long. It, it is it's, long. And it, it is. It, you feel the two hours. Well, I think Jeff did. I felt. Oh, it's Bobby Jr. We're only halfway done? Oh, even he doesn't want to be in this film. So Tristan then kills Michelle Pfeiffer and then becomes king and Claire Danes becomes queen. And apparently when they all get old and they have grandchildren, they light the little Babylon candle and become stars themselves. The end. Okay. Um, Let's talk about the box office for this movie. The budget, like I said before, was big. 88.5 million dollars oh wow that's a lot that's more than i thought that's all 88.5 million dollars well you got a lot of big names you got a lot of they got they got names but how much is ricky gervais hauling down how much is ian mckellen in 07 narrator ricky gervais isn't getting much in 07 uh he's in office in 07 I mean, he's a pretty. Is Michelle Pfeiffer still commanding that much, though? Mm, maybe Bobby De Niro, I'm sure, took up a good chunk. Sure. And his flying boat, <laughs> the CGI, <laughs> the lightning. All right. Catcher. So, eighty-eight point five million. What was the box office take on this, Amber? From what you're saying, I think it it made its money back. And it came out in August. Came out in August. August, what I put now? 17. 17, something like that. So, I'm going to say 150, 150, 150 mil, mil. 150, 150 mil. million dollars. Just a little, little bit more. Just a little, little bit. bit. All right, Eric. <laughs> I like what you're saying. <laughs> I like what you're doing. I really can't do it. No, you can't. But, you know, if you look at my face, though. <laughs> You look at me. I'm watching you, I'm watching you. I think I think I know what you're trying to say. Uh, no, I would say it's probably I say two hundred. Two hundred million. Two hundred thousand million. Two hundred thousand million. That's a lot, that's a lot of no, money. Two hundred million. Two hundred million. Actual box office one thirty five point five. Winner is Amber. Yeah, what? $135 million. So definitely made its money back. Um, and yeah, did fairly well. Uh, this movie went up against the likes of Rush Hour 3, Born Ultimatum, and The Simpsons movie. Hmm. Which I forgot that Rush Hour 3 came out around that time. I thought that was way earlier than that. I was floored. Well, and, and just looking at some of the stuff that came out, it was really the only... Movie of its kind. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That around those like three well, three weeks. Rush Hour three and Born Ultimatum. You're getting the you're guys. Get, yeah. Guys, are, and then mm-hmm. guys are going to see Simpsons movie. You know that's right. a, for the most part. Um, Stardust. That's the only quote unquote kids. You know, again, this is a family film. Family They're, right. Again, but I don't remember this being advertised at all. I don't honestly. I do not remember it in the Mm-mm. theaters. But it made a hundred and thirty-five million dollars. That's crazy. Did you? Okay, so but I want I want to bring up a couple of different things. I think this is interesting. First off, this is it's interesting that um, that this movie. Okay, so I read something. Obviously, we don't know if it's true, but it was like um, Anne Hathaway, Scarlett Johansson, Sarah Michelle Gellar, and Jessica Alba 
all turned down the role that Claire Danes played. Really? Four different people. And I think we did this in one of the last times we talked about it. We said, would the movie have been better or worse if any of these people got it? Because the last okay. one we talked about, what was it? Face Off could have had Stallone and Schwartz in it, which would have been freaking amazing. Uh, I mean, it's, it was already... <laughs> ah! I mean, we're all going to get... Ah, it's off. off! I don't want my Face Off! But that's what, <laughs> all right. Go through the list again. Okay, right, I just, I just always Amber, see, you and I do better or worse with as Eric and Anne Hathaway. Okay. Go one at a time. Anne Hathaway. Better. Better. Scarlett Johansson. Worse. In 2007. Worse. 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 Sarah Michelle Geller in 2007. Worse. Worse. Jessica Alba in 2007. Worse. Same. Same. I'd say the same for Jessica Alba too. Yep. So Anne Hathaway would have made this movie better for all of us in 2007. Uh, she was yeah. in that Ella Enchanted movie around this same she was, time. She was still she? like kind of blossomy. She was young. She, she was. was. I like her now. I, I, I mean, going back in her, she wasn't getting her chops seven. then. No, she really did kind of come in her own after like Batman. Mm-hmm. Like she really kind of was like, wow, I see her in a really different. Because I still saw her as like the Princess Diaries chick. Yep. I'm like, that's that's your Catwoman. Freaking awesome. That's not going to happen. And she did really well. She surprised me and in that. So, yeah. And then she did uh, Les Mis, you know? I can't talk about that movie without I know you guys crying. I didn't make it through. I Without crying or without watching? Without just crying. Through? I can't talk about We cannot talk about this movie ever on this podcast because I will break down into massive. I'll like, talk about it. I didn't make it 20 minutes in before I shut it off. And let it be known, I don't shut off movies. I've sat through the worst of the worst. And there may be 20 movies in my lifetime I've shut off and walked away from. That is one of them. It was so bad. See, it was and awful. I, I saw it in the theater and loved it, but I can never watch it again. If I went and saw that in the theater, you would have heard me screaming and swearing the entire time. I mean, what the f- is this? <laughs> you have to. You have Russell Crowe sings. He needs oh, to not. On. He needs to not sing. But I think. I think there's definitely for anyone who has has lost someone that they love in their life. Not lost a love, but to death. Lost someone to death. That movie can tear you apart <laughs> and spit you out. I the story? Yes. Mm-hmm. The new lame is? No. <laughs> see, I had never I had never seen any any other rendition of lame is. Watch uh the Liam Neeson one. I'm it's sure not too bad. I can't. See, not, that's the thing. I can't ever watch or hear or talk about this movie again. My name is Jean Verjean. <laughs> I have a specific set of skills. <laughs> well, I'm going I'm... to hang up this phone. I'm going to murder you. <laughs> Take France with me. And all of France. <laughs> oh, but I, I mean, and I, I think it's, I think though it's really interesting though that, that a film honestly can make or break on an actor. We talk about Robert Nero. And I actually though, I was interested in, and I'm kind of interested you didn't bring this up right at the beginning of people, people associated with the movie. The director, the director of this movie, is done recently. Mm-hmm. He's done. He's done the X Men First Class movie, which I like. He's done Kick Ass. He's done Layer Cake, which mm-hmm. is a great Daniel Craig movie. He's doing directing, and mind you, these are direct. He's directing this film coming out, Kingsman. Which did you guys see the preview during during Gotham? Oh yeah, yeah. No. Oh. Yeah. It looks like a really good movie. Yeah, it's Kingsman. like Bond meets X Men. What kind did of- he do after this? Right after this, though, that's the funny thing because he kind of flips between actor or director, writer. I want producer. director. When he the one he did after this, when he directed Kick Ass, really, he directed. This Kick- got him Kick Ass. Yeah, but but he's also been a producer with Snatch, mm-hmm. Lock, Stock, Two, Two Smoking Barrels. He was a. I mean, he, I have to imagine that everybody thought that this movie was going to be the shit. You know what I mean? Like, like this is going to be... This is going to be amazing. Michelle okay. Fiverr, this is going to make my career. I'm coming back, people. And I think this guy's like, Gert, I'm getting in on this from the ground up. You know, well, Narnia's doing well. They're putting the yeah, gold exactly. compass. I, I want saying. a piece of the pie. Paramount's putting this out. It's a big company. 
Who did Golden Compass? Was it Paramount? So Paramount did this one. Who did Golden Compass? I would assume DreamWorks, I think, put it out. Because this was kind of like one of those Armageddon, what was the what was the other Comet movie? The Deep Impact. Deep Impact Armageddon. Boop, boop. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Well, all this, like, all I, this stuff comes out in chunks. White you House Down. White House and Down and fall, fall, Olympus has fallen. fallen. You know what I'm saying? It's like... Yeah, which I mean, one? Who wore it better? Sort of thing, you know. I was like, but that's how this kind of stuff is. When when there's something like this that comes out, you know, like we said, Narnia, Golden Compass, all this stuff was making, I guess, children's fantasy books is now a new thing. You know, it's it's what, especially around this time, mm-hmm. is when man, that stuff was really coming out. There was also time when like the Harry Potter books were coming out too. I mean, making kids fantasy. That's where the money's at. Well, and this is what you, okay. And this is where, this is where I want to say though, that PG 13 and I'm going back to this too, really quick. (laughs) Okay. If you took a children's book and you really read into a children's book, especially I'm going to say like a book like Harry Potter, a Harry Potter book, dark. There's a lot of, there's a lot of of killing. There's a lot of, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of adult themes, you know, to use that quote. And it's bumped it up to PG-13. I would say in this one, maybe this book was written as a children's fantasy book, but it did have some adult themes that Mm -hmm. it needed to expound upon and thus making it a PG-13 movie. I I mean, and and I don't know. I mean, you probably the case could be said for a lot of different things. But I think that, and and I, I agree with your argument. But when you're dealing with witches and, and other stuff too, like you, and I know Narnia is is a Christian undertone book written by C.S. Lewis. I think we all know that. But that was a PG movie, and there was still dying and death and stuff. Like that. So there's mm-hmm. ways to go about it that, you, and witches and stuff like that. And there's ways to go about it that this was very. You know, you're talking about Claire Danes and what is it, Charlie Cox. They're an implied sex scene as well as this the mom and the dad sex scene and uh, the one prince making cock jokes. You know, <laughs> it's just like cocks talking about this. Uh, it's just like that's what this movie is. It's like I really don't know who they thought they were marketing this for, and I really wish I could go back. Back in time to 2007, no, not really. But to see, where were they marketing this? Was it on Nickelodeon? Was it, you know, where were they marketing this movie on? Is it uh, more primetime shows? Because a lot of people saw this film. It was the number four that week. So who went out to see this film? That's what I want to know. Because, like I said, I don't remember it. And I, for the life of me, I still can't say, well, would you recommend this movie to some, what, if you had to recommend this movie to somebody, who would, who you, would recommend you recommend it, it to? And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe like a 20 something. And to tell them that this is on there that says, this is from IMDb. They're calling it a family film. So it's like, I don't, I wouldn't necessarily call this a family film based upon certain things. I, I think a family film, like, Okay, well, it can still be fantasy, but there's still some non-brutal elements to it. I mean, like, this is really weird. So, all right, let's go to recommendations. Uh, One out of five, Amber, what would you give this? Four. Wow, it's really high. I've been saying how much. We've never had a five on this show. I just won't put that up. But but I've been saying how much I like this movie from the the beginning. (laughs) So so I, I just... It, to me, I didn't care who it was marketed to, Jeff. I, I didn't care that it said it was a family movie. Um, I, I watched it for me, so I enjoyed it. Okay, Eric, I'm giving it a three. I'm giving it a three. I think I think a, a four might be too much for me. Uh, there's a certain echelon of films that this is not part of that would have gotten it a four, but uh, <laughs> the upper echelon. No, I think face I think off. Uh, face <laughs> off, face off. I hate that half movie. on half. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, no. I th- I think I think it was a solid three. It was a well do- well made movie in some parts, well acted. But I would say that's where that's where I'm falling at. Yeah. I'm gonna give this. A two. <laughs> I knew. Just walked down the line. Yeah, uh, yeah. They, I had no clue what was going on half the time. I mean, it wasn't hard to follow, but the fact that 
I didn't know Claire Danes was a star until maybe 20 minutes into it or so. And I didn't see the third highest build character until 57 minutes in. I mean, that, that's, that's kind of where this movie was. It was kind of all over the place. And this movie was every bit of two hours, as I said before. This could have been an hour and a half, and I would have been happy. So Here was another thing I think who would have done it better, and Jeff, maybe you would have given a higher rating, if Orlando Bloom played Tristan. That was a thought. Orlando okay. Bloom. And in 2007, this is, I want to say, pre- Pre-Pirates? Caribbean. I think no, that... no, 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 no. Oh, seven? No, Pirates came out way before then. Was okay. it really? We were in college, buddy. You're right. Oh, I, so, I, would, I would say better, I but I, I mean, I I think having a no name in Charlie Cox didn't help this because I mean you could tell like he was kind of lost. Yeah. I think Orlando B- Bloom having when did you looked it up? Uh, I think oh, Orlando Bloom has ha, has been around enough people where he's nuts. Nervous. He's fine. Yeah, he's not starstruck around Claire Danes or whatever. But yeah, the other part of this was is Tristan falls in love with Claire Danes, who is clearly twenty years older than he is. Claire Danes is not twenty. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's Charlie. 35. Charlie Cox is our age. But mm-hmm. he's playing an oh, I 18 hear, year old. I, I hear you. I completely hear you. Claire Danes is age. older than us. Yeah. Um, but I I didn't realize this. He's actually in um, Boardwalk Empire. I don't watch. I didn't watch much after the first season. Well, he was in the second and third yeah, seasons. There you go. That's why I didn't <laughs> <laughs> like, yep, man. And he's going to be in the uh, Daredevil TV series. Verdict's yeah. out on that one. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Just a. Uh, All right. Well, that's where you can see Charlie Cox future <laughs> appearance on Netflix. Uh, so yeah, Amber would really much recommend seeing yeah, this film. It. I'm in the middle, and <laughs> I'm definitely on the other end. Don't watch this movie. Amber says yes. So depending on who you lean towards, it, it, what, listening to this podcast, it's like <laughs> you know what? I'm more of an Amber kind of a person. She says, watch it. Watch it. If you're more like Eric (laughs) being indifferent. Right in the middle. (laughs) I am indifferent on most of the films. I'll I'll put it on my Netflix queue. Uh, (laughs) Because quite honestly, though, there's a lot of, you know, you either love your hair, like, okay, I'll watch it. And it'll sit there in your Netflix queue for a year. Then you go, oh, why don't I put this movie in there? Why don't I watch this again? Why don't I put this on there? Yeah. So, all right. Uh, We'll wrap this up. Yeah. Don't see this movie. (laughs) <laughs> Jeff, you're just such a jerk. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm Jeff. And I'm Eric. And I'm Amber. And we will see you guys next week. Uh, very soon we're going to be doing our uh, kind of a review in summer. We're going to talk about some of the movies we've seen over the summer uh, on a prequel episode coming up here. So, uh, yeah. So we, we just kind of want to weigh in, uh, see what we've got. We've got some great movies lined up for you. I'm so excited. We're going to have a little Christmas spectacular. All through December, we're going to do Christmas <laughs> films. <laughs> yeah, I put the. I found a bunch of stuff. It's going to be great. All right. So we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.